0: This is the Quarterman Podcast, coming at you again with another episode. Today we're going to recap Ambition, UFC 203, we'll talk a little bit about Glory, and then we'll talk about Fight Night, what is that, like 89 or I have no idea, right, it says UFC Fight Night. Fight Night, Corey versus Johnson. I hope know. for UFC Fight Night 100 they do something big, kind of like UFC 100. They're already working fights out for 101, Damn. so I don't know what the fuck 100 is. I know it was a big fight for one hundred one hundred one though. Really? Maybe it was 100. Yeah, it was a, I remember seeing it was a really good fight. I really, I really it. I was like, oh, shit, day. that's a great fight. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, does that one, is that one on Fight Pass, or is that on
1: Fox? I think this one's on Fox.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if like, it, it like, an FS1. It. I get confused with Fight Nights and uh, all the different ones. Yeah, titles. yeah. Uh, it keeps confusing me, but. All right, so we'll go ahead and kick this off with uh, Ambition 10. We'll start there. So the card, we when we covered it, there was a lot more fights. Come fight night, there ended up only being uh, five. All great fights. It was actually, it was entertaining. You know, I enjoyed sitting there and watching every single fight. Um, one of the fights pulled, which was Stacy and Fatima, was Stacey had food poisoning, so that fight was off. Um, as for the other two, I'm not too sure. I just know they were pulled bef- just before they happened. Like, they were pulled that night. The fighters were all wrapped up and ready to go. You know, you see a few of them walking around. They still had wraps on, so I don't I don't know what happened. But other than that, man, the, how do you say his last name? Ontarovos. Uh, Juan Ontiveros. Ontiveros. Sorry, I can't. I fucked up. Uh, versus Timothy Higgins. That was a good fight. I was really entertained going into that fight. I was like, all right, let's kick the card off. Um, it had a mix of everything. They stood up, they went to the ground, Um, it was an entertaining fight, start to finish. Uh, I had Ontiveros up 2-1, I had Higgins, I believe, winning the first round, and then Ontiveros having the next two. What weight class was that in? 45. That was 45. I think that's what they said. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they said featherweight. That's crazy, because Juan's
1: fought at 25 before, but I know he was a big 25.
0: 25. Bantamweight and then flyweight, yeah, that's right.
1: But, yeah, yeah, I mean, he... Uh, Monteveros he, fought Aguilar for the belt one... Oh, shit, yeah, really? Yeah, he looked back. he
0: looked a little bigger than some of the pictures yeah. I'd seen him on, on Facebook. Like, yeah. uh, he looked like he had some size on him. Not, like, bigger, but, like, his mm-hmm. arms looked a little bigger. He looked more muscular. Um, it was a good fucking fight, though, man. Like, I was actually entertained. I didn't know too much about either guy, other than little bits I'd seen in there, like, the older Ambition stuff. I was entertained. It was a good fight. Um, then you go back... Or then you go to the next fight, which was uh, Carly and Ashley. That was another good fight. Um, I don't... Did it go one round? Do you remember? Yeah, first round. Okay, I couldn't. First round TKO. I had I don't remember shit. Uh, First round, good fucking fight. Um, I knew Carly was going to have some size on Ashley, so I was more worried. The first thing I thought about was grappling. If it goes to grapple, I thought the advantage would lean towards uh, Carly, and that's ended up what, what happened. But um, she got her with a nice nice toss. I couldn't tell exactly if it was just regular old hip toss or if it was a, some throw. I wasn't yeah, sure. Everything. The angle I was sitting at, I was, it was kind of, they were almost blocked by the corner pillar. Uh, and then I saw she moved into a scarf hold and worked from there. Good fight. You know, that was Carly's first win. It was a big win. And she
1: seemed extremely relieved. We talked about it. During the rankings, that we would like to see her get with a get with the camp and really commit to the camp, and uh, we'd see big improvements. And, and yeah. I think we definitely did. Yeah, um, I agree. You know, first round finish is it, always a nice thing. I think yeah. she's been finished in all of her fights, so for her to turn around and finish somebody else, especially with with grappling, yeah, which was somewhere where she definitely struggled before. So I think she's definitely found. An, a home gym that's good for her. yeah, yeah. She looked improved, and it'll be nice. It'll be nice to see what what's up next for her. Yeah, you know, a big win like this. You know, you never know, especially in in the uh, the icon promotions. There, you know, they'll give they'll give you a title shot if you're one and two, one and three. Yeah. So it'll be nice to see. Um, yeah, you know what happens next. Maybe a rematch with Fatima,
0: possibly. Yeah, because that. Uh, I actually saw Fatima when she, I guess when she found out it it <laughs> wasn't happening. and she's she, looked, she was pretty broken up about it. Um, and I felt bad. But that was one of the first things I thought about. I was like, well, maybe her and Carly can fight. Yeah. You know, I know that the women's division isn't super deep. Yeah. You know, obviously there's not a whole lot of women, especially just locally, that'll fight at uh, 115. So mm-hmm. that's a tough, that's a tough go around. But
1: Rager, Rager's got to drop weight classes, dude. Do we have, is there another one lower I, than there's gotta be women out there in Austin, San Antonio, Corpus, Houston yeah. that'll fight at those lower weight classes. Um, I know that you know what, Adam weight yeah, is I was the say next Adamweight. one. Adam weight. I know Invicta has Adam weights, Yeah, I mean there's gotta be there's gotta be Adam weights somewhere, somewhere around Victoria, but uh she was way too small for that division, way too small for Carly. Most of those girls are pretty tall too. Yeah. They're all about Oh, I think my team was smaller yeah. than Carly. I think I think Ashley definitely she's got to work her ground game because there there was a big opportunity there for Ashley to take Carly's back, shake the shake the the arm off the head and finish with a choke or maybe some ground and pound. But she's got to work her ground game definitely for this the next fight, whenever it is. Uh, and I think definitely dropping a weight class will help. big yeah. time. I think just getting the uh, the initial like jitters and yeah. go through you know,
0: maybe next time she'll be, have a little more composure. Yeah, you know, so experience crazy. was also a big factor for that yeah. fight. She, Carly had three fights already under her belt.
1: Three fights against solid, solid people yeah. Too, so
0: Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, Ashley could have just needed to get that one big one out and then next time she goes in, it's going to be a more relaxing. Well, so, I mean, she seemed comfortable, but just having the experience, mm-hmm. you know, the familiarity is going to help. Absolutely. Uh, then let's see what was after that. Oh, Brandon Wakefield and Clay Coffin. Man, that fight had me nervous. Like I didn't know which way to go, which way I would go, or I couldn't even pick um, between the two, just because I wanted to see Brandon at fifty-five, and I wanted to see Clay in a longer fight. Because mm-hmm. Clay's last fight was like forty-five seconds.
1: Yeah, I think it was seventeen. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit, it was way shorter than I thought. He hit the head kick, then went to the ground and automatically locked up that. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. That triangle. triangle. And
0: uh, but man, I mean, Brandon looked good at 55. It seemed like he gassed a little bit in the first round, um, but I don't know if it what could have caused it. I don't know if it was like weight cut. i was telling you, I don't know if it could have been a weight cut. If it could have just been like just effort. You know, he was throwing maybe he was throwing hard, heavy Mm -hmm. every punch, and just didn't didn't think about it. He was like, oh shit. I know know, you you said it it was a a close
1: round, close fight until
0: right. Until right. he the, first, the first round was good back and forth. Um, I saw I noticed a lot. I noticed a lot of opportunities mostly because you fucking teach us stuff about it, but um Clay's arm was high a lot and that switch kick to the liver would have been there every time. Mm-hmm. Especially as Brandon was throwing a lot of sidekicks and like push kicks, teeps. And at first, they were landing. All of them landed, and then Clay got wise and started getting his knee up to catch them. And that was the point when it kind of saw. Uh, it felt like maybe getting them checked a lot took took some wind out of cells, because that shit does not feel good. Yeah. yeah, that does not feel good. Catching a knee on the bottom of your foot is fucking horrible. Um, towards the end of the round, Brandon seemed a little tired. Clay got him. I think it was in the first round. Clay grappled with him and got Brandon against the cage. And uh, Brandon put his foot on the cage and pushed off and switched it. So it was a smart way to not use a lot of effort yeah. into it. And then uh, he got it. They went to switch again. And they broke. And I believe the rounded ended just after that. And then the second round they went in. It went a good while. Um, Brandon wasn't throwing quite as much together, but he was still throwing a lot of power in them. Like you can tell, he was he was saving everything for shots. Mm-hmm. He didn't he didn't expend any extra energy. And then that was Clay started to turn it up a little bit. And, uh, I don't remember exactly how they got to the ground. Fuck, man, my memory's so bad. But I know they went down, and that was where it went down. But, man, it was a good fight. Both guys were in the fucking fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, Clay, I was more worried Clay would come out a little quick, a little fast, and try and brush him a lot of pressure. Um, but, man, he came out, composed,
1: they both were ready to go, you know, like, was one of those fights that you hate to see end so early yeah, because right. you know it would be exactly. a good fight heading into the second and the third.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, great. it was a great fight, man. I would love to see, you know, in the future those two meet again and run it back. Yeah. And, you know, that was, that was good shit. if would be tight if one of them, you know, got a title and that was where you run it back at. So, yeah. Um, both guys did fucking great. You know, Brandon had his, this, he, I know he's personally not going to be happy with his performance, but I just can't wait to see him get back again, dude. Yeah. Well, I think 155 can be a great division for
1: him. Got to get the weight cuts right, whether it be cutting the actual weight or rehydrating. People don't yeah. understand. It's not just about dropping the weight. If you drop all the weight, you weigh in good, and then you go and you eat crap right afterwards, it's going to have just as bad effect on you if you cut weight the wrong way. Right. Um, the same way that you got to be precise with your weight cut is the same way you got to be with rehydrating yourself. Getting the right electrolytes in your body, the right nutrients in your body. Yeah. You know, fruits are huge. Everybody neglects fruits after a weigh-in. Yeah. That needs to be the first thing you got to do. Get those natural sugars back to your brain and get your get your body performing right how right. it's supposed to be. Yeah. Cause you see a lot of those guys that'll just chug Pedialyte right yeah, after. Yeah. Um, I remember that, I was, one of
0: the first times I ever saw it was Anderson Silva, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Fucking Pedialyte," and then I was like, "You know what? That makes sense because it's loaded with everything that a yeah. baby needs for fucking." Hydration. I kind of wish uh, those those weigh-ins would have been earlier. Yeah, at 6 o'clock, I mean, and you're cutting all fucking day. It's mm-hmm. your last day. You're just at weight. If they could have done it a little earlier, maybe they could. I mean, it wasn't even, technically, it wasn't even a full 24 hours before they were going to fight again. Yeah. You know? That's true. So um, That's so crazy, man. It would have been nice to have it earlier, but I understand they're doing it so that people can show up. You know, not everybody can get off to have this early thing, so I understand it 100%. Uh, I just wish there was, like, they could go way in somewhere. Get that like, weight. Like the USC yeah, does. I wish that was yeah. more standard. I mean, it's not gonna be standard for amateur, but you know, now that I see how much it improves it, I kinda think about it. Yeah. And so but in either way, great fucking fight. You know, I can't wait for the next one. I guess now we'll have to well hey, we're gonna switch the rankings up. We'll have to bring those out yeah. next next card and move everybody around. So now we gotta work Ashley in. Uh we gotta get Brandon at his property. Yeah, we class. actually left off Johnny Angular uh, on the fucking heavyweight one. Yeah,
1: I forgot. He has a 0-1 record in Florida, but... Oh, was this his first ambition one? Yeah, this was his first oh, ambition. He's never okay. fought uh, ambition, which he still hasn't fought ambition. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think that could probably just, you know, maybe that, that's the end of his career. Maybe that's his saying he's mm-hmm. going to focus on his students, and yes, that's he, never a bad thing. right? right. Yeah, because he, uh, what is, What does he have in Jiu-Jitsu? Is it a black belt? He's got a black belt. He's got a black belt. I was super excited for that fight just because Christian was an animal of a wrestler, throws guys on the ground, ground and pounds, and Johnny was a black belt. So it would have been nice to see, you know, which which stylistically won. That goes back to, like, UFC 1. Yeah. Who's got the better style? And, uh, you know, unfortunately it didn't happen for whatever reason. We don't know. Um, Maybe that's another fight. Maybe we can get that in the future. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully they
0: can... You know, set everything aside and run it back. You know? I did not realize how big Christian was. He's a big dude. He's a big fucking guy, man. When I saw him, I was like, Jesus. Yeah. He's a big motherfucker. And he just throws guys around, man. I can see why now. Like, his... his he's not only is he tall, but he was a big guy. Yeah, you know I'm stop saying? Yeah, he's naturally... There ain't no cut in 205. That's a fucking heavyweight right yeah. there. Yeah, you yeah, know? absolutely.
1: Um, good fucking... That would have been a good fight. I was really super excited about that one. Uh. Next... The championship fights, uh, Stacy wasn't able to fight because of the food poisoning, right. so it went to Joseph Aguilar versus Preston Anderson. And we had talked about it, and we said Preston would be trouble for Joseph because he's a better striker, and he would be hard for Joseph to take down, and that's exactly what we saw in the first round. Right. But Preston does the one thing he shouldn't have done, Yeah. and he takes Joseph down. Yep, that was, and it was
0: worse, too, because he had just caught Joseph. It looked like a liver shot or something. He hurt his body somehow, and it kind of got Joseph to hit not turtle because he kept staying active and getting in it, but I saw it in his face. He got hit, and it fucking hurt. So I assumed it was a liver kick. There was so much that happened at that point that I didn't see the exact shot. Mm-hmm. Fuck, man, I, but you could see it in his face. He was like, oh, shit. They start going, pressing gets in close, and they go down, and that one was when I was like, fuck. Yeah, you know, I was like, that was the worst thing you could have done at that exact situation. You know, I'm sure now he's probably watched it back and he's like, I fucked up.
1: But still, dude, I, I think good. He did fucking great for what. I think it was, was. the first time that we saw the champ really. Uh, I guess I don't want to say tested because Eric Garcia hit him with a couple good shots, but. You know, the first time that we saw him actually losing, losing a round. Yeah. He lost a round to Eric Garcia, but it was somewhat close. Yeah. Um, It wasn't as dominant as what Preston was beating him. Yeah. And then for Preston to land the takedown, you know, you look back on it now, and I'm pretty sure he's kicking himself. Yeah. Yeah, because I thought he had that first round.
0: Um, You know, and it's not that Joseph didn't get his shots in. It just seemed like Preston landed more at a better rate. Mm -hmm. I guess more effective shots. Um, and I was kind of thinking, going into the second round, I was like, man, I wonder if he's going to change his game plan. And uh, But he didn't. They stayed standing up. They sh- they went to strike. I know they clinched up a couple times. Um, I can't remember if it was the first or second round. might have been both. That was the first round. They, they
1: didn't even make the second. No? No. Fuck, dude. Finished I'm the... telling you my fucking head, man. <laughs> he finished that uh, submis- submission with four seconds left in the first round. Oh, and that's the thing is Preston's got to know Joseph is an animal on the ground He is a wizard He Dude he fucking hit When they hit the ground um,
0: Joseph didn't He hit the ground didn't hesitate He was already back up and over I was like holy shit I thought that to myself Seeing him do it I was like what the fuck Because it was quick And you could tell that was a flow for him That yep. wasn't fucking thinking what am I going to do He hit the ground and he fucking jumped on it yep. And I was like holy shit Dude, the kid's fastest grappling is the real fucking deal. You're going to have to have some solid stand-up and takedown defense to really not,
1: unless he fucking M&R rolls you or, you know, jumps guard, yeah. but I doubt he would do it. Um, but that's that's his forte and why Preston would take it there, I don't know. I don't but, know either. You know, whether, either way you look at it, it's another win for the champ, another submission underneath his belt, and uh, until somebody can figure out how to stop the takedown and keep the fight on the feet. It's yeah. going to be a long, uh, you know, he's going to have a long winning streak. Uh, who knows what's next for him, dude? That's that's, that's exactly it. what I'm wondering is who's next. I uh, There's a couple guys that I really, really, I think it would be a great fight. A couple guys out of Houston I'd like to see him fight. Yeah. And these are tougher guys, which will be a good test for him because he's beat the majority of these guys, you know, the easier guys from – the San Antonio region or right. the uh, Corpus region, I'd love to see him get in there with a guy like Jonathan Davis, who uh, is three and one, mm-hmm. or a guy like Jordan Carmona, who's three and two. Now Jordan would be a huge test for him. Yeah, they have the same exact build. They, I, I swear they're mirror images of each other, except yeah. Jordan's just covered in tats. Yeah. and uh, Jordan's got a purple belt in Jiu-Jitsu, and okay. he finishes guys like that on the ground. Wow. So I think that's one. Jordan's got great striking, also, mm-hmm. so it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy uh, to see if that fight hits the ground. Who would win the ground fight there? And he just you trains. He's, does he fight for Icon by chance? He fights he for Legacy. It? Oh, Okay. So, uh, and I think it's about time that you know both both uh, Joseph and maybe John Herrera take a step into a bigger promotion. and yeah. They're they're based out of Wharton. It's about the same distance from Wharton to Victoria as it yeah. is Wharton to Houston. Yes. Um, about forty-five minutes to an hour. Yeah, I'd like to see them take that step up in promotion, go fight for, for Legacy, and fight some of those tougher guys. Everybody yeah. knows the premier promotion in Texas is Legacy. Legacy. Yeah. Whether it's you're an amateur, or you're a pro, everybody wants to fight for Legacy. Yeah. So. Yeah, shit. I remember Legacy was huge, seven, eight years ago. Before yeah. it was
0: fully pro, it was mm-hmm. mostly amateur. They're fucking massive, man. And I remember thinking, too, I was like, man, I would like to get in there, get ready, and fight for Legacy. Yeah,
1: that's, they're the number one promotion, and that's the reason, is they pull the best fighters. They're not trying to make money. I mean, of course they're trying to make money. Yeah. But they want to make money off of great fights, not off of just, you know, let's see who can sell the most tickets. Right. let put this 0-3 person versus... A fucking 12-2. Yeah, uh, they put legitimate fighters up against each other, and I'd love to see... You know, those two guys especially, because they're on such a good win streak. Yeah. And they're beating so many good people. Take them to the top promotion. Let's see mm-hmm. how they hang with the best of the best. That'd be awesome, man.
0: Both of them. Because, uh, like you said, John Herrera, I, was, I wasn't sure how to go into that fight. I knew nothing about Joshua Hill. Mm-hmm. Very little. Um, and I'd seen John's fights just YouTube and Facebook. But he impressed me. Yeah, I mean, dude, he, his fucking grappling was solid. Kept his base solid, like his composure. He he had some serious skills. Taking him to the next level would be a good thing yeah. for both of them. For so both of I think guys. even if uh, Joseph went, got some fights, win or lose, you're fighting some fucking super solid guys. Exactly,
1: and exactly. the and experience the, alone is enough. You're at the amateur ranks right now. Yeah. You know, you can afford to take a loss or two to learn. Yeah, um, definitely. By beating you know, B-level guys, and I'm not trying to talk down on any of the guys that he's no, fought, yeah. but you know, by beating these guys, you're not really gaining anything, whereas if you were to go to Legacy and, you know, you take a loss to a guy who's 5-1 and one in Legacy, yeah. you know, now you say, okay, this is where I'm messing up, let me fix it before I hit the pro rankings. Right. I think that'd be something great for both guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah and, you right, know, maybe, maybe they go into Legacy and they freaking run the show there. Yeah. Um, it automatically sets you up for a solid contract yeah. when you turn pro in Legacy. Yep. Uh, those guys, they they hand out big time contracts to guys who dominate in their their amateur series. Yeah. So and they don't fuck around either, man.
0: You, there's a ton of guys that have come. Well, fuck. Look at the Ultimate Fighter right now. Yeah. The uh,
1: Tim Elliott. Who is it? The Matt Schnell and Demacio Page. Both have come from Legacy. Both right? came from Legacy, and they're Tim Elliott. Where the fuck is he from? Titan. He's from
0: Titan. Okay. Yeah. I had that- But, yeah, you have two guys who built up there and then branched out. You have a ton of guys who fought. Oh, well, fuck, Sage Northcutt. He fought for Legacy himself. Look at him
1: now. He's uh, got a contract for the UFC making good money for where he's at. And Dana White has gone on to say outside of the UFC, he believes that Legacy is the number two promotion, and it's because they care about the fights that they put together. They want to put on solid fights. They bring dudes from Brazil. They bring dudes from all over the world, because right. they're trying to compete with the UFC. Yeah. And and I love that, and I think that they're getting to that level to where they can. Shit, man, AXS
0: TV TV has them. They're big. Yeah. Dude, people keep up with Legacy. It's a big fucking thing. Um, and then even if you went there, fought a couple fights for Legacy, and were still doing good, you have other, you definitely would get an opportunity. I guarantee you, Titan would come after you. RFA. RFA, Bellator, VFC. Mm-hmm. You could fucking UFC, yeah. you know? Yeah. Especially like Joseph being such a lightweight, they're mm-hmm. they need people.
1: We're so thin at the flyweight division in every promotion. Every promotion, as it is, yeah. yeah so I mean, awesome. <laughs> you uh, you do you do good in that Legacy Amateur Series, and you're gonna get picked up yeah. from somewhere. So I think it'd be a great step for both of them. Yeah, both guys, because um, Joseph improved to five and zero. Oh, and oh think, really? That's his record. Yeah, oh, some, something I that know. I had heard. Was that he wanted to go ten and zero as an amateur before turning pro? Um, you know, you're halfway there. Yeah. Let's let's step it up a little bit. And let's see what we got. Yeah. At these higher promotions, and then uh, John is now six and zero. So I mean, John's getting to the point where it's like you know I, he really needs, and you can't even shit on the competition he's talk, he's fought. It's, nah. You know, three in a row undefeated guys. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's not, he's not, neither one of them are fighting cans
0: with fucking 0-5 records, you know, yeah. opposites. um, if he's fighting undefeated guys and still winning, Hill Hill's undefeated. He was undefeated, not anymore, I mean. Yeah, not anymore, <laughs> but, like, it, he didn't, and no disrespect, he, it didn't look like it was a super difficult time yeah. for him, and, you know, but there's just those guys, no matter where you go, there's always gonna be one guy who can fucking do that to you. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't matter. His style is just right for what he's doing, you
1: know. It, man, dude, I would love to see both of them go to Legacy. Yeah, and Legacy's got some solid guys right now. Like I said, Jordan Carmona is uh, hes coming off with of two losses. He actually fights this weekend coming up. Um, was that like Legacy? Legacy Amateur Series yeah. 59 or something yeah, so like I'm that. Yeah, he was in the 50s. Um, he's fighting this weekend coming up. If he picks up a win, I would love to see him and Joseph go at it or – Jonathan Davis is another guy who just lost his title fight in Legacy, but he's a solid, solid dude at 125. And even R.J. Caspers, who's he's never fought for Legacy, but you know he's another solid prospect whose only losses came at 135, and that's because he took the fight on short, short right. notice um, against Wedo Garcia. And you know, I'd like to see. RJ Casper's with the full camp, maybe yeah. step in and fight. What, yeah. Good to see, you know? What that reminds me of, while you were saying that,
0: it made me think about something. Legacy has this amateur series that they put together, which is one of the best things you can do is get with a company like that, because a lot of people don't know this and they won't even remember until I say it. When you think back to Strike Force, I used to watch the Strike Force cards religiously. I love Strike Force. Strike Force had a Challenger series where they built up fighters. Yeah. Guess what fighters came from that? You had DC, you had Ronda Rousey, Luke Rockhold. Yeah. Those three guys, tons more. You had Tim Kennedy on there, all kinds of people. Um, But it was a fucking series. Before you got to the big show, you were on the fucking... Yeah. um, What did I just fucking call it? Uh,
1: The Challenger series. Challenger.
0: Fuck, I forgot. You are on the Challenger series. They built you up, and then guess what? Then you hit the big leagues, and you're already fucking going through. Dude, you can't deny that it didn't help. You yeah. Know, obviously, DC is a monster, but dude, you had Ronda. You also had Luke Rockhold. Both people went to win titles. I think working through, like, if it was my personal career, I would go through that. Yeah. Go through the ringer, get it going. Even if I fucking lose in two times straight, I'm still like,
1: all right, cool. Now I know where I
0: need to improve,
1: would, and I'm going to get better. It would be a lot harder for Victoria guys like guys who are purely based out of Victoria to get those, to work their way to Legacy just because we're so far out. yeah, um, It'd be hard for them to sell tickets, you know, get our guys to travel that distance, our fans to travel that distance to watch us fight, but if you're from Wharton, you know, you're only 45 minutes away. Yep. You know, there's no reason why you can't get the fight with Legacy. Um, So I think that would be a good step for them. Yeah. Uh, You know, definitely, definitely for the rest of their amateur career let's get some some tough fights in there and I know yeah. I know me and you we're such fight fans that if they were to get on one of those cards I'd have no problem yeah going to Houston to watch and Not then running all. a cornerman on them yeah no How that, would about be that cool man I would I would be extremely down to do yeah do something like that that's yeah. awesome we always want to help you know our local guys and you know like I said our region's from Wharton all the way yeah towards Victoria so If you guys want to go and fight in Houston, we're right there with you guys. We're going to have your back. We're going to support you just like, you know, any normal fan would. We don't have any bias towards anybody. We want to see everybody succeed. Yeah. We also know a lot of people that train there. So
0: it's always, if you needed somewhere to go for the fucking day or two before to train with, Mm -hmm. you know, we could always recommend and tell people one of our guys is coming in.
1: Four Ounce, Houston Muay Thai. Yep. Uh, There's a Rufus Sport affiliate there as well, so... You know, we can always help you guys out as best as possible. Yeah, and it would just be, uh, and it's
0: not like, uh well, we know more. It's just we do have ways to help. Yeah. He knows a lot
1: about it, especially. I mean, motherfucker, you, you been, know. Been around. Shootbox, yeah. we got Shootbox up there. Yeah. And uh, I know they would welcome any any fighter. Um, yeah. You know, if I just call them and said, hey, you know, my friend is going up there. He wants to train with you guys. You know, they would welcome you guys. Uh, with open arms, they're, they're some of the nicest people in the world, Yeah. no matter how hard they train, but still. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah fucking, it. it'd be
0: awesome, dude. Like, that, that'd that be a big step if those guys did that. Mm-hmm. I Fully support, we, you'd have support from Cornerman Page, we'd be blasting it out there, trying to help as much as we could. Absolutely. So, it'd be awesome. So, we got all that. Next, let's recap uh, <laughs> UFC 203. Oh, man. It was a weird fucking night, man. It really was. It was a really weird fucking night.
1: Best fight came between uh Verdum and Edwin. Oh uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Have you seen all the memes about that? Like, there's this one like tell the tape that has their weight. Oh, I was, saw and, that. Uh, yeah. I don't. Know, so I saw it on Facebook. I don't remember who posted it, but man, you know, I fucking that had me going. And then uh, somebody actually created uh, place on Wikipedia and it had Edmund's fucking professional Mixed martial arts Records 0 and one to redo, uh, <laughs> uh, tko uh, t- people are fucking ridiculous, man. That's awesome. But, uh, we can start with CM Punk, or no, you're no, right, favor Yeah, let's start with Faber, cause you're, oh, you're an old bug, you're washed up. Not really.
1: No, he dude. fought a legitimate guy. That Jimmy motherfucker, I, have you looked up his
0: record? Hasn't lost since 2011 or 2012. He's 20-1 now, right? Yeah unbelievable. And he didn't just come in there with no game plan. Dude, he knew I'm going to fuck his legs up and I'm going to wait. Uriah didn't know what to do.
1: He had a broken hand too. I am 100% convinced. If you go back and you watch the fight, anybody who doesn't really know how to kind of notice these things, um, Uriah Faber did not throw his right hand about two minutes after the first, or into the first round. He stopped throwing his right hand and if you notice, he shakes it. Yeah. Um and that right there, that's a telltale sign. He broke his hand. He's waiting for it to numb up and maybe it just never numbed up, you yeah. know? Um, yeah, I didn't notice it until
0: you said it. And then when you told me you're like he's not throwing it, I started actively watching he did not throw that fucking hand. I think he maybe threw it once out of instinct mm-hmm. and then he never just he never came in with it. It was always left hand. He would switch dance, left hand. he had to no have broken it. Yeah. Not um, only that, his legs were getting fucked up, dude. Jimmy's kicks were
1: no fucking joke. God, he's big, man. He's a really he big guy. Big. That uh, was, was that at 45 or 35? I already forgot. That was at 35. Jimmy Jesus, used to fight at 45 he's a, he's back a in the a day. fucking
0: huge yeah. 35. Yeah. He reminds me of, like, Gleason Tebow without the
1: steroids. A lot of people don't know that he was on The Ultimate Fighter. Was he really? Um, trying to get into the house. Oh. And he lost to Dennis Bermudez. Yeah. Trying to get into the house, but, uh, Again, I was at 45, and Bermudez is no slouch. Mm-mm. He's a great fighter. Yeah, okay. Jimmy is, Rivera is, only great is legit. He, oh man, what I would give to see him and Cody Garbrandt. Oh, that would be a fight right there, dude.
0: That I wouldn't even be surprised if they set that up, dude. Jimmy Rivera just beat the number one or two guy. Yeah. Fucking dude, it's insane. And I, I just I hate seeing people shit on your favor. His last fight was a tough fight. Always now when people lose or oh, retire.
1: It's it's because most of the highly uneducated fans don't know who Jimmy Rivera is. Yeah. But I can guarantee you right now, a year from now, everybody's going to know who Jimmy Rivera is. I can see it. He's going to be a top five guy fighting, you know, he's going to be fighting the, the best of the best. I could see him fighting the Dillashaws yeah. and the Cruises, the he Car Yeah, the I Wouldn't be surprised if that was his next fight. Dude, he would. Damn, I hate to say
0: it, but I think he would run through. I mean, you might fucking murder him because that, that, the fact that your eye took some of those shots and stood up was a testament to that motherfucker's chin. Because Jimmy Rivera throws heavy fucking hands, man. I was like, the whole time I was watching, I was like, Ugh. well, dude, his fucking upper body. Yeah, and the and little bitty, he, he got the little legs so though. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, his thighs were a decent size, but he got John Jones lower half, yeah, and calves and shit. But he threw that motherfucker every time he whipped that kick in, dude. There was no—he knew he wasn't gonna miss, and yeah, he pulled that mother. He followed him through. I liked it because he would follow following through. He wouldn't just fucking whip it out there. Just tap him. Now yeah. he, he was trying to get his legs. legs. That was trouble. Yeah. That was like um, when Gilbert got his fucking leg kicked off by. Still haven't seen that fight. Really, Gilbert and Barbosa? Yeah. Still seen I felt bad for Gilbert, but dude, that was—that's—he's a tough motherfucker. He did—he kept standing, kept getting kicked. It, it was nasty. I'm gonna cry. but it was a good fucking fight. Like I just don't like the. I think the fans nowadays are so highly uneducated, and since mm-hmm. social media and like stuff is so big, you just hear this crazy outcry of people complaining about it. Like, give it a rest. your right, favorite has been one of the best fighters in the world for fucking he still ten is. something over ten years. Yeah. dude, you can trace his shit back to. Uh, King of the
1: Cage, King Bro, of the Cage.
0: 155 King of the Cage. Yeah. Shit, Before if it wasn't for Uriah, they wouldn't even a really... Uriah and Jens Pulver were the two reasons they even had lower weight classes. You know, the WGC had to build the lower weight classes. That's where they went whenever the UFC cut them out. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. That was That's fucking a fucking weird time. But, um, you know, they cut them out and Uriah basically built WEC. you know. I, I won't say... Just him, but you know, you He, uh, he was the cowboy. face of the company Fuck, yeah. for a long, long time. He's a, he, whenever the UFC got him, he's been on the UFC stuff for ever since then. You know, yep. he's a he's a popular guy, but tough fight. We'll see. Jimmy Rivera definitely jump up. He's gonna be fighting top five, top ten guys. Oh, easy. No. yeah, for sure, for sure. David should be nasty too. Who you want to cover next, uh,
1: Pump? We might as well jump into it. Um, you know, people are shitting on him right now. But there, and I'm not going to lie, whenever the news first came out that he was going to fight in the UFC, I uh, I definitely was against it. And I was like, this is bullshit. You know, at the time, I was I was fighting religiously. Yeah. And I was like, you know, there's guys that are putting in the work right now to get there. This is complete bullshit. And I was hating on him.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, what I didn't know was he was going to fight either way, whether it was in the UFC or whether he was fighting in a swing right. promotion. Uh, but, you know, he was given the offer. And... You can't shit on a guy for taking a money offer, you know? Five hundred grand. Yeah, man. for if 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 I was given a shot at the UFC for five hundred grand as a debuter, I'd take it in a heartbeat. Yeah, I'd fight Anthony Johnson for five hundred grand. Man. Yeah. But I mean, I mean it's, it's I'd cry in a corner and waiting <laughs> for fight to be over it, But I'll take it. But I mean I hated on him and he honestly, I was I was a little bit impressed. He lasted a lot longer than what I thought. Yeah. If it hit the ground. Um, he fought off some of the chokes very, very nicely. There were some things that I would have liked to see him do that he could have escaped those positions. Uh, man, for him to get taken off down off the bat, so he yeah, like, yeah. I think it was his nerves that got to him. He wanted to go in there and knock that dude's head off, which every fighter dreams about it. Yeah. You know? You're Especially when laying you're in bed before, him, before oh. your fight, and you're like... I'm gonna go in there and just knock his head off, and then you go and try that. And well, he slips right under, and there's the take. Yeah, game. I think it's just his hands were too high.
0: He was so ready to fucking get in there, his mm-hmm. hands were here, and then Mickey Gall's like, "Fuck it, give it to me."
1: Here's that double leg. Yeah. Um, he lasts a lot, lot longer than what I thought, and give yeah. all props to Mickey Gall. He did what he was supposed to do. He executed his game plan. Yeah, took him down, ground and pounded, and found the choke. Yeah. Uh, I like. That Mickey Gall called out Sage Northcutt? Yeah. I don't think it's the best fight for him. Yeah, I don't think so. Sage is just too athletic. Um, I think if it hits the ground, I'd, I'd definitely see Mickey Gall having a good chance there. Yeah. Just because he's so much bigger than Sage. Uh, standing up, though, I think Sage will take that. Yeah. And is pretty fast.
0: Like, Wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. We obviously don't know how Mickey's chin is. Yeah. Nobody's fucking hitting him. Yeah. <laughs> for a guy... I like what he did, though. I like the call-out. I mean, mm-hmm. you beat CM Punk, you've got a name now just because of that. Yeah. So why not use your platform before you either
1: get cut or fade out? And I know everybody's on Sage Northcutt's, you know, yeah. levels right now, but uh, I definitely think Sage is one of the weaker guys in the UFC. I can get behind that 100%. I 100% think that. I just think he's a product of great promotion. Yeah. Um, If you look at his... His opponents that he fought before getting in the UFC back in Legacy, they, were, yeah. they weren't they were amazing. Yeah. you know he They fought. were good matchups for him. Yeah, good matchups for him. Uh, but,
0: we'll see. He, uh, actually, I don't think that fight's going to happen, but only because just a little while ago, his dad said he has a staph infection again. Oh, crap. So, he's going to be out a while, and Mickey didn't get hurt, so they can put him on the undercard anywhere. Yeah. You know? I wouldn't be surprised if he was on the undercard at 205. Do you think we see a CM Punk
1: fight again? Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be for the UFC. You know? I know Dana said that he doesn't think it should be, but then again he says we'll see what happens. What has
0: me wondered about that is, are they going to fucking cut him or let him go so he can fight for another promotion? Probably not, because they want that fucking money. Yeah. I think, if it's me... You do it smart. You can let people shit on you, but you do it smart. You give them another low-ranked guy, Mm -hmm. literally the lowest-ranked guy you can find for... Maybe they bring in Mike Jackson
1: again. And let him fight CM Punk. And let him fight CM Punk. They both lost to Mickey Gall very quick in the first round. I think that's way more of an even matchup. That's actually not too bad. I think that's way more of an even matchup than CM Punk versus Mickey Gall. Um, Do I think it's the right thing to do? No. (laughs) But... You know, if we're talking money here, I'm talking business. if we're talking money and we're talking business, bring in Mike Jackson. Mike Jackson talked a lot of trash. He can sell the fight. Yeah. And I believe he can sell it better than Mickey Gall. Yeah, Mickey was a little. Um, and it's, yeah. it fits right into what CM Punk wants to do. CM yeah. Punk wants to go in there and strike with somebody. Mike Jackson, professional boxer, professional kickboxer. You know, let them go at it. And if it hits the ground, I think CM Punk has a better ground game yeah. than Mike Jackson. Yeah, I mean, so, I was surprised he held off Mickey so long. Yeah, so I would I would definitely, definitely like to see if that's the direction the UFC wants to go. They want to give CM Punk another fight, bring Mike Jackson back in, let him fight CM Punk. And, uh, you know, I think that's a fair fight on the fairest level. Yeah. Anybody else in the UFC will demolish right. CM Punk. And that's not to shit on CM Punk because I've met the guy. He's a, he's a good guy. Um, I've trained with him a little bit. I just I think if we're trying to be fair, like the UFC is trying to be fair, put 0-1 versus 0-1, Right. both guys yes. lost early in the first round. To the um, same guy. To the same guy. Same it way. Yeah, it doesn't get uh, actually perfectly the same way. Both yeah. are naked chokes. So yeah. it doesn't get more fair than that. And then, I, I would love to see it happen. I was going to say, that one thing they can do is they're pushing fight pass, put it on fight pass under a big card. I think – I think they would put it on uh, a pay per view again, just because he brings see, in pay per view numbers. That's that's where a lot of people have the problem. I think that well, see, I think they need to build Fight Pass up more. I wish people underestimated. It. It's a fucking great. I service. just subscribed to Fight Pass and I fucking love it. I if love you it don't have Fight Pass, please get it. Yeah, and USC for sure sponsored this. Uh, yeah, UFC part. sponsored podcast, <laughs> podcast comes Just out. give us free
0: Fight Pass We'll talk about it all the time yeah. <laughs> I, I use Fight Pass all the fucking time you do. Like yeah. Legitimately, I've had it for Six months, something like that now mm-hmm. Dude, not one day do I regret getting it I always can find something to watch Motherfucker, I still need to go back and watch Ross Pearson and Masvidal I yeah. still have to go back and watch
1: you know, Tons of fight. but you can follow the fighters And just click their shit, you can watch them I missed the Glory fights this weekend My next day at work, they send me on break Right away, boom, fight pass, pull it up on my phone. Yep. There's there's so much. Like you can find so many people. If you got a,
0: a friend that you know that fights for some sort of somebody else, Titan or any of those motherfuckers yeah. they got, you can watch it. If you want to learn about other guys. If you know. you're a
1: true fight fan, delete your Netflix subscription and get <laughs> Fight Pass. I'm it's, telling you right now. I, I'll say, like, if you just even love Jiu-Jitsu and yeah. Bravo Invitational came on the other night, it was fucking fantastic. Um, I've been watching the uh, Where Are They Now? Yeah. from The Ultimate Fighter. Love it, dude. Yeah. Amazing it's series that they got on guys. there. Yeah, uh, all the Ultimate Fighters you want are on yeah. there. Everything. They uh, got, like, Tate Fletcher. Um, well, who were you asking me about the other day? Uh, Travis, Luter. Travis yeah. Luter, one of our guys actually fought the guy that Travis Luter was, you know, hailing uh, Kevin Holland, oh, saying right. Kevin Holland could, you know, go as far as the UFC, and one of our guys actually fought him, he lost a close fight, I would love to see them run that fight back, by the way, just saying, <laughs> Zach was a little bit smaller at that time, Right, should have been fighting at 55 instead of 70, you know, I think I think that'd be a good fight. So, but he was young, at yeah. The time, right? Yeah, he was 17 at the time. Oh yeah,
0: but so, yeah, that's there. It's definitely worth it. But I would like to see. and You're right. They probably wouldn't do it. But I think putting CM Punk there because you have a lot of guys who get really fucking pissed about being on Fight Pass. Mm-hmm. They feel like their their star power is getting demoted by getting there. But the UFC is actually opposite. They're like, we think you can bring people to the service. People yeah. need to know that it's actually good. Like, give it the seven day
1: trial or whatever. I if you don't like it, I'll be surprised. People who are talking mess about CM Punk getting that five hundred thousand dollar payday yeah. is it's outrageous for you to talk mess about that because when you can bring the company money, you deserve yeah. you know, to get paid. Even though he got his ass kicked in the first round. Yeah. Um he brought the company more money than probably anybody else on that fight card. Him, nobody talked about anything else on the fight card. They weren't really talking about c exactly. They weren't talking about Redoom. They talked about CM Punk. CM Punk. And so he brought the money to that pay-per-view, so of course he's going to get paid more. Yep. If you want to complain about how much you're getting paid, create a bigger fan base, bring more people's eyes to the TV, and you'll make more money.
0: Yeah. Or if you want to make fat sex like CM Punk, you go wrestle for however many years he did. Yeah, 20 years. Yeah, and then then you can go to the UFC and make 500 grand. Actually, you'll probably still never be as big as CM Punk. That was right. insane how big the motherfucker was. But yeah, he's got such he, a big following. He deserves it. it. They don't pay you because you're good. They pay you because you bring them money.
1: Entertainment. You're in an entertainment sport. People yeah. keep forgetting that, man. These wrestlers that want to take people down and lay on top of them and get this 18-0 and record and then complain about their pay, well... Finish the fight. Be exciting. Anderson Silva gets the big payday because yeah. he's exciting. George St. Pierre back in the day was very yeah. exciting to watch. Hey, um, to say
0: Brock Lesnar and,
1: and Conor McGregor, two motherfuckers that yeah. bring money. Yes.
0: Lots of money. Absolutely. absolutely. Even though Brock Lesnar's last fight was trash. and <laughs> so I don't ever want him to fight again. Uh, but Conor McGregor, I mean, fuck, man. His thing with people are – I didn't like the fight. You know, I'm in the minority here, but – I thought the second fight was terrible. I wasn't even excited for it. But uh, guess what? Motherfuckers watched it. Yeah. You know and they saying? both faint.
1: Yeah. Because they're yeah. both needle movers, And
0: man. it's going to change. The next fight, the next time they do it, actually I heard I heard that it's pretty close to being official about uh, Alvarez and McGregor. Ah. I don't like it, but I, I you know, Jose Aldo's going to be real upset.
1: Yeah.
0: But... Uh, Aldo, move up to 55 and kick his ass there. <laughs> That's still like... I like that better. Let him fight for the title, win or lose to Alvarez, then let him go fucking fight Nate again. Just don't give it to me three times straight. <laughs> I don't fucking want it. Oh, but man. that's why you make money, man. And there's nothing really more I to say, say, I say that. Nate
1: drops a. Connor McGregor will run through Eddie Alvarez. No doubt about it. I'm sorry, but Eddie Alvarez doesn't have the chin yeah. to fight Connor McGregor. Uh, Connor McGregor will. Finish Eddie Alvarez, let Nate drop down to 155, they fight for the belt. Right there. That'd be tight. Instantly, more of a draw. Oh, Third yeah. fight, yeah. title, on the line. And Nate, it's not like Nate's undes- not
0: undeserving. Yeah. He fucking...
1: Demolished well, Michael we're, Johnson. That's what
0: i saying, to get to. He just beat Michael Johnson, who was on a fucking tear, five yeah. or six fights straight. Dude was fucking people up. And I still got Michael Johnson. I guess, or, sorry, guys. We'll so, cover that we Luke is up here. at me. <laughs> <can> <laughs> But I don't know, man. I I just I think Nate deserves a title shot. He's got the fucking fame now. Yeah. I mean, who else at one fifty five deserves it? And go, cowboy. If he drops down, he'll never go back. But he won't. Shit, dude. I wish him and Robbie would have fought. But Robbie
1: really didn't need time after that knockout. Yeah. Um.
0: Fuck that. Let's go to the. Let's go to Redoom and
1: Travis Brown. Oh, uh, shit, show. Man, dude. Uh, Verdum dominated first round, second and third round were that awful. kick. Who would have saw that fuck for comment? real? Do you see uh,
0: what um, old Black B said? Nah. He has a, a video on his Instagram or his Facebook of him jumping over one of those like sentry fucking bags that uh-huh. stands and doing a sidekick to a tie, a tie shield. Holy! And shit. he was like, "I see Redums been watching my videos." Wow. That was literally his thing. <laughs> like he posted it right after it happened. And, That's uh, awesome. That shit fucking cracked me up because it was like literally the same kick and everything. Yeah. I never really thought he would open with that. He fucked Travis Brown up. <laughs> Fucking idiot just stood there while he ran at him. Come on, man.
1: I'm not a major Travis Brown fan, yeah. but I think he has every bit of the potential to be a world champion if he got with the right people. Please leave Edmund. Leave Edmund. You were six foot seven, great frame, super athletic. Wasn't he a basketball player? It wouldn't surprise me. For something. But it wouldn't surprise me. Majorly athletic, and yet you're trying to box. You yeah. got legs, you know, as yeah. long as this tie bag right here, and you're trying to box. You know, use your kicks. I would fucking love, and I said it, not just because we're a part of their affiliation. I would love to see him go to Rufus Sport and learn how to truly kickbox. Yeah. Get with Duke. sparse some rounds with Duke, and I swear to God, it'll change your whole <laughs> vision of striking. It's unbelievable. Yeah, because, I mean, he was with fucking Jacksons for a long time. I don't know
0: what happened. Just Ronda, I assume. Yeah. He left there, and he's like 2-4 and four or or 1-5 and five or something. His record's shit. Dude, you can't lose another fight. They're going to fucking cut you. The, you. You've gone this far because they need heavyweights, and you're still a draw for some reason. The
1: Ronda can't be that good
0: in the sack, bro. Dude, I don't know what it is. I mean, not unless Evans in the sack with him. So, but, <laughs> uh, it's just, it doesn't... There's, your career's on the line. Y'all break up. Is she gonna fucking support you? No. And what's gonna happen? You're gonna be out there sucking dick for money. Whatever it takes. Because you're, can, you can't fight anymore and no one's gonna fucking take you. He goes to... Say he gets his shit... They cut him, he gets his shit together. He can be a champ at Bellator. Oh, absolutely. Get your shit together. Yeah. Yes. Get with I, a good camp, man. Stop. Uh, yeah, I heard somebody bring a point up is uh, fucking Brendan job. He said... Edmund is primarily a boxer. You know, this Travis isn't throwing kicks anymore. Yeah, and I didn't even register to me at all. Yeah, Travis yeah. has great kicks, beautiful kicks, and I didn't beautiful. realize it. Yeah, he his he has no wrestling, even though he is with um, dude was in his corner. Uh, fuck his name's Waitman. No,
1: you were oh, uh, uh, holy shit! He just followed me on Instagram. Shepard? No, no, I was gonna say Waitman. That's fucking completely wrong. Yeah, he's a boxer. Um. Ricky, uh... Ricky Lindell. Ricky Lindell. There we go. Yeah,
0: and that's one of the best wrestling coaches you can fucking have. Like, it doesn't get better than that. Mm -hmm. But you still are showing nothing. Like, just get your
1: shit together. He's trying trying to purely box, and he's not not a a pure boxer. And he's not good at it. Yeah. You know? If you were to mix in some kicks here and there, the openings would come for the hands. Yeah. But if you're just a pure boxer, you're, you know... You're gonna get dominated in the sport unless yeah. you're very, very yeah. high level. And he's relying on a push kick, like he uses a
0: push kick like yeah. kind of crazy, and it's not working. Then the fight should have been stopped when he broke his finger. Yeah, like, you don't, you can't reset and go. Like I'm surprised they fucking did that. Maybe mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar fucked up. That should have been TKO stoppage. But maybe um, Brock Lesnar. I'm glad they let it keep going. <laughs> That's but like you trip. just can't. It doesn't work that way. Like, <laughs> that should have been in. Uh, then. Did you see the, I posted a picture on Facebook of if you haven't seen it, Travis Brown literally had his finger in this motherfucker's eye. Like, look up Esther Lynn. I follow Esther Lynn. I like the picture she takes. Um she's works for MMA fighting. She posted a picture of fucking Redoom getting poked in the eyes. Such a crazy picture. It makes you realize how important people's
1: that new rule change is gonna mm-hmm. be. I know, like the Bellator gloves. Have you seen them? They change gloves? Or just in general? The, like, they arch the gloves now. Oh, like, yeah. The way they're yeah, made, so they arch so really you can't get stick out, out you yeah. know? In order for well, you theirs to this is mine, also one piece,
0: right? I'm
1: not sure. Because, you know, the USC
0: has that break. Yeah. I think theirs are like the one piece, like the Haibuza gloves. Or even Strikeforce uh, had those gloves. You could grapple, but it fucking curled your fingers yeah. over. So your hand was always kind of closed. But you still had good grappling, but you couldn't stand there and, yeah, yeah, and get your fingers it. out. Yeah, so... John Jones is going to lose now because he can't put people on. Sorry, dude. (laughs) He's awful,
1: anyways. But uh, first round was somewhat entertaining just because you thought there was going to be a finish. Yeah. Um, Verdum came out, dominated Travis Brown first round. Second round comes around. Boring. Third round, boring. Yeah. Verdum winds up winning the decision. And then uh, the real fight happens with Verdum and Edwin. Yeah. I actually was saying to you, I was like, that fight could've easily been a draw.
0: Okay. Yeah, it could've. I thought it was gonna end up being a draw, but yeah, then uh, you know, Edwin gets DKO'd and I don't know where we <laughs> go from there. <laughs> that dude needs to be fucking controlled, man. His his antics are bullshit. Yeah. He he's he's anything. an awful coach too. He's so. a terrible coach. I don't even know if his credentials are real. Somebody was somebody posted a theory that he was a fucking he was laundering money and got caught. Uh he got Lose laundering money through the gym, and then just happened to land Ronda Rossi, and now he has to figure
1: out what he's doing on the fly. I was like, you know what? That's fucking (laughs) possible. So then the the heavyweight title fight. Stipe Alistair. This fight hurt my feelings. Alistair should have (laughs) won. He should have. He had that guillotine choke. Stipe tapped. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck
0: out of here. (laughs) Joe Rogan makes a different. That was really awkward. Like he just called them out. Like, yeah. Oh, let's let's see it here, and then he didn't have it. But I, I like that Rogan said, "I'm not going to interview people who've been knocked out or TKO'd." But um, yeah, dude,
1: when he starts Stepe right at the beginning, I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "There's no way." You fucking heavyweights, man. Stepe, I mean not Stepe. Uh, Alistair has the worst chin mm-hmm. in the history. Not I wouldn't say the history of mixed martial arts, but uh, nice. definitely probably the history of the heavyweight division. Absolutely heavyweight. Awful, awful chin. More even, even chin. some of that that ground and pound, like, yeah, wasn't hitting him hard, but you could tell he was getting rocked. And you're just so
0: big too, like, at that that force, mm-hmm. you know, because he didn't even fucking try to move his head. He just looked at the motherfucker. Yeah, at least try and fucking yeah swim. move, curl over yeah. or something. No, and Alistair's ground game is decent enough to where he should have controlled posture. Really. Yeah, I was kind of upset about it, but should have kept the fight standing. For sure. Um, Shouldn't even have gone for the guillotine. I would have tried to punch Stepe's
1: head clean off like a Mortal Kombat fatality. I, dude, he mm. dominated. Like, whenever it was pure, they were standing right yeah. in front of each other, everything he hit Stepe with hurt him. Yeah. Everything. And then he kept fucking running. Yeah, the running. But I think that was because he knew, he knew his chin's suspect. Yeah. And he knew Stepe could fucking lay a motherfucker out. Yeah, if he gets hit, mm-hmm. I think he knew he was going to sleep. Yeah. Just have to that fight, next, Kane versus Stipe. You think Kane versus That's Stipe? That's what you have to do. Oh, That's one of the best fights in heavyweight history. I just. It's not that I'm against Kane versus Stipe. Yeah. I'm, Kane just rarely makes it to his fights. I'm getting turned off of Kane because, okay, he's going to win the championship, and then we're going to go back to having one heavyweight championship per year. Yeah. Because Kane can't stay healthy. Yeah, I like having so many heavyweight fights. Because me, personally, I enjoy the heavyweight division. Yeah, I, I think I need you know, some, like a breath of fresh air in the heavyweight division. Yeah. Derek Lewis, keep knocking people out. You will be the breath of fresh air in the heavyweight division. Or
0: that motherfucker that's coming from the Olympics, that 20-year-old kid, the wrestler. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he said that he's the next three years until the 2020 Olympics, he's just going to work jiu-jitsu and striking. And then by the time he's like 24, 25, he wants to be in the UFC. Why wouldn't you sign him? That's what the I yeah. that's gonna kind of whoop everybody's ass. So yeah, you know For what real? I'm saying? He'll be a complete package if he just trains fuck crazy. On. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, What's that guy's name?
0: I don't know. I just saw it. Before. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, that was pretty. I was pretty uh, upset about those fights. Like that whole night could have been better, but it was a very bizarre card. Yeah. this for an hour? Yeah, bro. I'm just going to leave it running. Was he like,
1: my bad? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, why was the door locked? He was like, well, let me find out. And I was like, God, <laughs> oh, no, I always keep it locked to come in the bed. <laughs> All
0: right. All right, so now we're going to go over the uh, UFC fight night. Is it Poirier Johnson or Johnson Poirier? One or two. Two guys are fighting each other. <laughs> Poirier versus Johnson. Uh, this one's actually in Texas. I wish we could go.
1: Trip, and I ain't got fucking time. True that. Um, We got two Rufus four guys fighting on there. Who and who, what were the names? Beleham Muhammad is fighting Augusto Montano.
0: Yeah, the the remember the name.
1: Yeah. Yeah, His nickname, remember the name. And uh, Ricky Glenn. Ricky Glenn. He's stepping in uh, short notice, notice, by the way, against Evan Dunham. Oh, that's tough.
0: That's a tough way to come in. Should be good fights, though. Both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have one of the fights that I'm most excited for to finally see him get back is Uriah Hall. Uriah Hall versus Derek Brunson. Yeah, and I know those two had uh, they butted some heads. They did not get along. So I'm excited to see where this one goes. You know, because his last outing, Uriah Hall, was supposed to be against Anderson Silva, and Silva got hurt. So,
1: you know, it's the anticipation on seeing Uriah Hall again. Brunson's six and one in his last seven fights. Only yeah. loss coming to your Well, Romero. Oh fuck. Yeah. And then fighting Uriah Hall. Man, this is gonna.
0: This one is up to Uriah Hall to win or lose. Yeah. If he can fire off, not not get lucky like he did with Gegard. Like Gegard, he, that shot would have hurt either way. But Gegard ducked into it. Mm-hmm. You know, Uriah Hall's biggest thing is his fucking.
1: He's been a letdown, yeah, honestly, yeah. since he's been in the UFC. Uh, he was supposed to be the next Anderson Silva, and I yeah. think, I think. Skill-wise, he's there. Yeah. He's the next Anderson Silva. Mentally, I don't think so. I agree. 100% agree. His mental game is, is
0: where he struggles so much. But that fight is going to be fucking, hopefully, fireworks if it goes well. What was the other one? The, Dustin Poirier and Michael Johnson. I thought there was one more. Ricky Glennon. and oh, Evan shit. I thought there was another good fight on there. Yeah. Uh, Poirier and Johnson, this one's a tough one. Poirier by knockout, first round. Poirier is looking fucking good at 55, yep. man. He's looking real good, and I know Michael Johnson wants to come back and show that he's still good after getting beat up by Nate the way he did. So I think he's gonna have something to prove. I, I'm gonna, I'm sure Poirier's gonna win by my go Michael Johnson either way. <laughs> <I just laughs> why do you hate Poirier so much? I, I, dude, I just, I don't, I don't know why I don't like him, but in my head I don't like him.
1: I, just got, I think I just got tired of watching him fight is all it was. I, I love watching him fight. Like, I don't remember. it's always exciting because he doesn't have the greatest chin. Yeah. So there's always that chance that he can get knocked out. <laughs> but he's always, he's got the hands to yeah. give people problems. I think he just reminded me of a not as good Cub Swanson. And so I didn't like he's him. He's better than Cub Swanson. Come on, man. Don't,
0: don't hate him my boy Cub.
1: Cub's not that good, bro. <laughs>
0: But, <laughs> Not as good as <laughs> <laughs> He has looked fucking good at fifty-five. Yeah. I think that's the new home. I like the. I like all these guys moving up in weight and doing better. Too.
1: Yeah, yeah. It Shows that you don't have to cut to be. Like, yeah, some roster. of these people that are killing themselves on yeah. those weight cuts. Yeah. Um. His chin's held up a lot better at fifty-five. Yeah. He's gotten tagged a couple times at fifty-five. Uh,
0: who was his last fight? Um. Fuck. Hold on. Poirier fought. It was a known guy, but not like the greatest start. Bobby Green. Bobby Green. Yep. And uh, Bobby Green could fucking hit,
1: but Mm -hmm. Dustin stood out there and whooped his ass, man. That was a... 4-0 at 155, three of those coming by first round knockout.
0: Yeah, you got to assume, and Michael Johnson's chin's not great either. Michael Johnson's just really fast, athletic, and can wrestle his ass off, so we'll see. Maybe he doesn't even try and stand. You know, his hands have gotten better so he's been more comfortable with it, but maybe he knows better and he tries to go to the ground. Yeah. But that's gonna be a great fight. Good fight night. Absolutely, yeah. Um and I really don't know if there's anything else. I mean we could go over some of the we can highlight Simon Marcus and
1: Yeah, uh you know. Glory thirty three was this yeah. past weekend. Like I said, I didn't get to see it right away, but five pass had me covered. So I went ahead and uh I watched it while I was on break at work and man, what a fight, dude. Uh, Simon Marcus came out first round and dominated. Just, yeah. uh, you know, like his his Muay Thai is so so legit. It's yeah. unbelievable. And uh, but he gets cocky at the end of the first round, mm-hmm. puts his hands down, starts dancing. He's letting uh, oh boy hit him, and I guess a couple of them looked like they hit him hard, but he was really rolling with them. You could tell he wasn't hurt. The ref steps in and gives him a standing eight count, which is crazy. 'Cause in glory there's no standing eight count. Yeah. So nobody knew kind of what was going on. They didn't know if the ref was stopping the fight. Yeah. Or what, but he stepped in, gave him a standing eight count when there is not one in glory. Yeah. Uh Simon Marcus, you could tell, was pissed off about it because obviously that's a lost point. Yeah. Um just from him, you know, being cocky and being yeah. being arrogant, on a round he was dominating. Uh guy gave him the standing eight count, the round ends, round two starts. And uh, he's being kind of cocky again, you know. He's got his hands a little bit lower. He's still being crisp technical, but he's got his hands a little bit lower and just gets cracked, stumbles across the ring, um, falls down. He gets his eight count, comes back, and the ref stops the fight. And it makes you think, you know, why get cocky, especially a fight that you're dominating. If you're dominating that much and you think you have all the time in the world to be cocky, just finish the fight, go right. home, and you can be cocky on the mic. Right. Don't get cocky in the ring um, where you lose your title. Yeah. You know, And it's it's a sad way to go, but I'm sure Simon Marcus will come back. Maybe it's one of those lesson learned yeah. kind of things, see him work his way back up to yeah, the still title again. Gotta go watch
0: that. Um, the Rico, Verhoeven.
1: Rico Verhoeven beat Anderson Silva pretty easily. Yeah. It didn't seem like it was a tough test at all. Um, I, I feel like he's taking this this trash talk everybody's making about him not finishing, Yeah. and he's putting it to work. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, they
0: definitely if they, people do trash him for some reason, but Jesus, is he not a big, huge freak of, like, his body? He's, he's huge, what is he, he's like six, 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 six something yeah. like that, but he's just huge, muscular. Like, he would definitely be a bad guy in a fucking K movie.
1: I remember watching him like just work his way up through the rankings. Yeah. And uh, you know, everybody continuously counted him out and yeah. look at him now. Champ yeah. and well shit. His fight now, next we
0: already know his next fight, which is Badahari, and if you keep up with kickboxing, you know Badahari. I pray that Badahari can stay out of trouble and stay out of jail to make it to that fight. That would be one of the greatest heavyweight yep. fights we've had in kickboxing in and- and I'm so fucking excited. Since the day they announced it, it was, it was before this fight was even over. He was getting him either way. Um, I've been excited. So I cannot wait for that. Uh, we got another Glory card in a few months. It's next Vermont. week, I think. Is it?
1: I, I'm not sure. Let me I, I can't remember. I know there's
0: regular ones. Denver. The there's December Denver coming series.
1: up, um, which is going to be the featherweights. Let me see. Glory <sighs> 34. And if you're not familiar with Glory, most of their...
0: Fight nights or tournaments. Uh, most of their regular traditional cards are tournaments
1: for specific weight divisions. So, a lot of people don't like it. I actually kind of I like that October twenty first. So that is yeah. next month. Yeah, not too far off. Um, they got Varga versus Malin, who I think just recently signed. Yeah, that name sounds familiar. Um, I think that uh, Dustin Jacoby will be fighting. They don't know who yet. is to be determined. And then they got uh, the tournament going on. I don't know what weight class this is, though. Yeah, they just signed four four new guys, all young younger guys. A couple of them are Muay Thai champions. I love the way that they're bringing some of these guys up. Um, you know, a lot of people, even me included, I'll watch some of the Glory cards. and I'm like, how is this guy on yeah. national television at a two and four record? Yeah. But you know, you, a year down the road, they're all of a sudden six and four, or seven yeah. and four, and. You know, they bring them up the right way. Yeah, and you, sometimes you'll see it where that guy actually
0: ends up fighting. Like, uh Sineshye was fighting, dude. He was, like, 315, you know, and yeah. whatever. And the guy he was fighting was, like, 4, 3, Yeah. 1, 2. But the guy still did okay, held his own. Yeah. I'm sure he was. his record might just be against guys like that, mm-hmm. tough guys. So I think Glory's got, got something on I'm working s- on with him.
1: Saying it again, man, kickboxing's going to be taking over
0: pretty soon. Well, Yao Ming's company just invested huge in glory. Yeah. And then Bellator is investing huge in Bellator kickboxing. Dude, I did not realize they signed Raymond Daniels.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it's going to be Joe Schilling
1: and Raymond Daniels who are their two big, big guys. That's awesome. Yeah, next week's
0: card is pretty good. You got Carrie Melendez fighting. Um, Who else I said? Just watch it. Either way. Just watch. Just. It's great kickboxing, and it's finally not one of the dynamites where it's half kickboxing, half mixed martial arts. pure kickboxing. Yeah, so I know Ben Henderson's talked about going and doing kickboxing. Paul Daly switched and, switched and did it, you know. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw more guys sign. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody like Warrior McDonald signed and was like, yeah, let me
1: fucking kickbox. Yeah, you know, fucking why try not? Um, I think on the next, next cornerman, we'll definitely highlight – the Poirier-Johnson fight, and then we can actually start getting into some of the news um, of things that are coming up, you know, possible GSP return, uh, the Conor McGregor, Eddie Alvarez, uh, Robbie Lawler having to pull out, just things like that, getting into some of the news. And and we'll keep keep the Facebook active, too, if something breaks, you know. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to put it,
0: we'll, we'll share it on there and repost and talk about stuff. Um, I might even actually make, like, see if I can't figure out a way to have, like, an active fighters ranking. I wish we could have it, like, a poll of who thinks people should be aware to. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I wish we could open something up for that. But then it might be,
1: it'd be tough to not get... Well, you'd get people with big fan bases. Yeah, yeah um, all these votes number one. Yeah, so which wouldn't give us accurate. I think the way we're doing it now is really, really good. I would still like to put some polls out there to see, like who would like to see blah, blah, blah versus blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that would be You know, cool. let's give the fans a voice. Um, we are very, very in touch with the local promoter here. Um, yeah. We actually had a talk with – I talked with him the other day. and uh, As far as any upcoming fight cards, we're going to be the ones that break the news, which is really, really cool. We'll yeah, be breaking that's awesome. news of, you know, this person versus this person, that person versus that person. And we want to give the fans a, a, a opportunity to say who they would like to see fight who. And, you know, all we ask is that you be realistic about it. Don't put a 0-2 guy versus a 5-0 guy, you know? uh, Especially if it was, like, a title fight. You don't want to. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, you know, I think that's going to wrap up this one, and we're super excited for the future of the cornerman. If you haven't yet, throw down a like uh, on our page and go ahead and give our page a share so that way we can spread the word about mixed martial arts not only in Victoria but worldwide. We're going to cover everything. We're also going to start having audio podcast put out.
0: You can get it on Stitcher, iTunes. Um, there's a site called Podbean that they have an app as well. But it'll be out there for audio if people just prefer to listen rather than watch. Um, you know, so there's going to be that. And then we're going to try and create more things like the pictures we we're posting to help people promote themselves and their fights um, coming up. Absolutely, we'd love to be able to help the fighters out.
1: Yeah, we're actually looking for sponsors. If anybody wants to sponsor the Cornerman Podcast, please give us a shout-out. We'd like to get some microphones and things of that nature. Again, everything that we're doing right now um, is purely for uh, our love for the sport as well as trying to get our local amateurs the the recognition that they deserve, you know, try and boost them up. Maybe that way they can get more sponsors themselves. And, uh, you know, we want to definitely raise awareness of uh, combat sports in general yeah. here in uh, Victoria. So we're going to be bringing on some of these local fighters, whether they be mixed martial artists, boxers, kickboxers. Yeah. We're going to be bringing in those guys. Hopefully, some promoters and some coaches also would be uh, super, super awesome to yeah. have them on the show and be able to talk about. So uh, if you guys are you know interested in sponsoring, please send us a message or anything like yeah. that, and we'll definitely be getting back to you guys. Yeah. Thanks, guys.